Uh, just a real quick thing, just like something that I've noticed in Santa Clarita needs look like just to be here now. Mm-hmm. Um, let me let me try to add it to um, the Martians chat real quick, just so we can talk about it. If I can find it, or no, I didn't take a photo of it. Let me take a photo of it real quick. Oh, oh. yes. Oh, Matt, I did see this today. Yeah, okay, so um, the initial post was in the Santa Clarita community. There's a guy who said, Hi, neighbors, I'm a Satanist of the TST. I'm assuming that's the Satanic Temple variety. I was wondering if there are any local Satanists here, especially if you have kids. I have a 14-year-old son and a 3-year-old daughter. I would love for my kids to meet more local Satanists. If anyone is interested, let me know. Feel free to keep feel free to DM if you desire to keep an anonymity. And then, what's up, SCV? which is like kind of, I don't know if they're news or advertising or just random bullshit anymore. Um, but then they um, screenshotted it and shared it and said, who wants to hang with Paul? And the background is um, it's the the satanic temple goat with wings kind of thing. But I was just looking through it and looking through the, the replies. And I don't know. I, I don't know if you've like had a chance to like scroll through that mess and nonsense, Ryan. But I mean, it was a lot more accepting than i expected santa clarita to be but like there's definitely a lot of folks who are the uh oh no satan i am a good christian i need to get out of here help me all these satanists are coming to ruin my town oh no i need to pray for them um like there's one woman wow i may move out of this city Uh, there's just a lot of like the uber christians who are like you know jesus is the way of life I hope you discover Jesus. Someone was just saying, oh, you, you really definitely need Jesus in your life. And someone said, why don't you just get a chicken wing inst- or why don't you get some chicken nuggets and chill the fuck out instead? And then someone else <laughs> replied, well, one of those things is real. Another person said, yeah, with how artificial chicken wings are, you'd think people wouldn't eat them. So I thought that was honestly kind of a funny comeback from the Christians. Turns out the Christians can make jokes. I Who would have known? It's it's just honestly very interesting to see the interplay with a lot of the Christians out here who feel like they're being so persecuted, but they're so willing to jump down any single other religion's throat, and they're just so unaware of of the hypocrisy of their arguments. I read the comments on the What's Up SCV post, and admittedly, I didn't scroll through all of them, and that was mainly because I this There's was actually many. right before we. Yeah, there's too many. It was right before we started recording. I'm looking at all these messages or all these comments. And I think what surprised me. And and I'm not I'm all I'm hesitant to call them out by name simply because I, I, I. I just I am. But at the same time, he's kind of made himself a publicly known figure out here. But I was surprised to not see any comments of anybody say, well, you've always got Satanist. Uh, well, Satanist from Palmdale, shall we say, who who was running for Congress but then did not appear on the ballot. I don't, I don't know if you want to explain to Drew the the gentleman you profiled. Uh, so it's we're talking about Steve Hill, yes, Ryan. There's no other. Uh, there's no there's other. No, there's no other. Yeah, nobody think, else uh, I can think of. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, debriefed a few pods ago, I think. On uh, yeah, his his I think your piece. Yeah, so I wrote about him because Ryan was having me do a bunch of profiles on um, some of the the local Congress people. The whole glut, the media, not even a media circus, it's just the circus of, of random 
who's it's and what's it's out here who thought they had a chance applying for Congress. I interviewed this guy and he's a local Satanist and he's he, he's an atheist, but he calls himself a Satanist. And like a lot of Satanists are pretty much atheists. It's just a it's essentially it's a joke on Christianity. It's a prank. It's like, haha, we call ourselves Satanists because y'all are going to get like pissed off about it. But um, if you mm-hmm. actually spend the time to like look at the the tenets of the Satanic Church, it's a lot. It, it's nothing bad. It's just like use logic, use science. Don't enforce your views on other people. Be nice to everybody. It's like use rational thought. It's it's nothing bad. It's not literally worshiping Satan like a lot of the Christians out here. We're gut instinct ready to believe. And like he he's a he's kind of a weird guy. He spent a lot of time talking about the one time the cop shot his dog and he kept like sending me messages afterwards about trying to bring a Supreme Court case against them or whatnot. Um and he, he, he like his he wears like a horn hat. His license plate is is has to do with like Satanism, and it, it's I don't want to out him, but he he's open about what his license plate says. But if you see it around town, you'll know what it is. Damn, um, that guy is bold. I mean, I don't know how else to describe him. What was your impression of him, Ryan? Like, bef- like knowing about him, and then like after I wrote the piece on him, like how how did you how do you feel about our old um, acquaintance Steve Hill? I well, I met him without giving too many details away. I met him. I think it was in around late summer, early fall, twenty nineteen. Um, he was holding a candidate event at his home. Which by no means is it actually easy to drive to, or at least I was at home at the time. You know, it's been three years. So much has changed. Uh, But I just remember driving all the way out there to Lancaster uh, to see him and uh, or just Antelope Valley in general just to go see him. And I mean, I, I didn't get enough of his character at the time other than, you know, he he was definitely very welcoming um very you know he he was very warm very friendly like it honestly it wasn't it, it was a great encounter I, I i have nothing to say bad about it like i i didn't talk to him too much however and, and this is just my observations as somebody who's on local scv facebook pages which if things work in my favor in the near future, it's going to be great to finally leave some of those pages. Let me tell you. Uh, oh, I <laughs> left so many of them. You have no idea how many of those I left as soon as like, again, as soon as I got let go, I'm done. <laughs> I'm yeah, out of this it's, pool. It's it, for me at this point, it's, it's just so I'm aware of what's going on while I, I'm still a resident of, of this patch of land. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's, a lot he's he's said he's posted and said a lot of things that definitely raise up the ire of people that are easy to be triggered on facebook especially people that are obviously going to be the both the religious and political opposites to him you know he is he is more of a bernie guy he does like to ruffle people's feathers with you know vote for satan and things like that which mm-hmm. he's from my, from my vantage point, from my own speculation, it's it's like he's doing it to because he knows that there's people that are going to be, you know, <gasps> about it, you know, and which, yeah. again, like in a place like SCV, it's easy to do that 
given the fact that you do have a lot of people out here who still remember the status quo of what it was like to live out here. I had that article about, um, what was it? When I had the article about, uh, oh God, I think it was about Eid. I mean, the fact that people were coming after us at the signal saying, well, why don't you cover Lent and why don't you do this and that? And regrettably, the Facebook post was brought down but our editor in chief at the time, and I, I, I still commend him for at least doing this. He posted a, he, he wrote up a column where he basically was like, "Look, we cover Christmas too much. We cover all the a lot of other holidays that people seem to be okay with fairly frequently, but when we step quote unquote step out of line once to cover a holiday that we've only other covered one other time." People freak the hell out, and I get why Steve does what he does, but at the same time, I also heard critiques from activists and and people out here in in various um, Democratic orgs that Steve has encountered who, you know, are, are critical of who he's associated with out here that people don't find to be great company. And I, I, I just I stay out of all of it simply because I I'll put it this way. I'm fine with mingling with folks out here. Obviously, with covid, it's kind of easier to just tune out of a lot of it. And, you know, admittedly, I have, you know, I, I've mentioned Shawnee before, like Shawnee's in some of these groups and, you know, she is a dear friend. But it doesn't mean I need to spread my wings into these other groups where I'm talking to somebody who's talking about his his satanism and whatever so i honestly my my opinion of him isn't of isn't much because mm-hmm. and it's just because he, he's just a non-factor in what i do and i mean even when we had that article that came out about him last year like I, I'll, I'll put it this way my approach to why we needed to do it was simply because if he's serious if he's actually going to contend the seat against the presumptive front runner, by all means, let's cover him. But given the fact that he wasn't even on the ballot makes me wonder, like other, other than scaring, other than scaring people, what was the point? So, and, and to be fair, you look at his, you look at his platform and it's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff that, uh, quote unquote progressives out here would like. Theoretically, he could be a candidate that I think a lot of people could back, it's just that he has kind of made himself out to be a bit of a character. So it's it, it's just one of those weird situations of who people take, what people take seriously from people that say they're going to run for politics. There's only one other Satanist I've met out here that's like, no, they're not even open about it. Uh, I was covering, um, I was back, this is when they put me on the veterans page. I was covering one Satanist out here. Um, seemed like a nice enough guy. Uh, the whole... His whole story was how pretty much how the uh, he got to be a pirate in the Navy, but pretty much the Navy like fucked him over with his sleep apnea and whatever. And like they didn't recognize that it was a uh, legitimate health concern and they kind of kicked him out of the military. Like, I think maybe a week or two before he was supposed to get his like retirement pension or whatever. Um, But anyway, it was really interesting because like with with the way that santa clarita is he was like he had like the, the his like whole like religious center in his his house like his 
He had the satanic stuff there. And he was just like, he didn't want me to mention the fact that he was a Satanist because of how Santa Clarita would likely react to him. Um, mm-hmm. And for just, again, like how rabid the Christians are out here, how ready they're willing to jump down your throat if you do anything outside of like what is acceptable for Christianity, or if you like, you should cover someone who's not a Christian or, or whatever, or you say one thing bad about Christianity out here, they're so ready to grab their pitchforks. Um, it's just how hilariously unaware, how hilariously unaware they are of, of how intolerant they are. Like the, I know the signal just recently did a piece on, um, there's a, a witchcraft store out here. And again, in there, it's like we don't need this here. We need um, we we need more Jesus. If these people knew Jesus, then they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't be doing this kind of thing. And it's just like it, it's so ridiculous how people how intertwined everyone thinks that everyone has to be Christian. And it's like I was having an argument with a friend recently about like, especially when Roe v. Wade happened, the separation of church and state. And his first argument was like. No, this isn't a, a, an uber Christian. Like we don't have, we have separation of church and state. It's in the laws. Like you have the right to not follow the Ten Commandments. And the fact that like he was so blind to that, his first argument had to be you're allowed to not follow Christianity. Just shows that we don't have a problem with. We, we don't need like freedom of religion in this country. We need freedom from religion in this country. Is kind of my biggest takeaway of everything that's happened, especially in politics and with the Republican party in the last few years is how everyone has to be Christian or you're evil or you're going to hell or what have you, or you're not a worthy citizen or you're beneath me kind of a thing. I think that's where you, you got a lot of the back during the Bush years. That's why you had a lot more of a push against evangelical Christianity because you, you know, you had that, this was the time period where you did have folks like George Bush, you know, act as though we're we're fighting a new crusade. And this is how you get the likes of the new atheism movement, where it basically turned into this. This bizarre thing where a bunch of a quote unquote, apolitical popularizers of science came forward and, and tried to I'm going to make up a word here, scientificate the ridiculousness of religion and naturally uh christopher hitchens was a part of that despite not being a scientist um and, and in, a, in a twisted way that that whole movement died out when a lot of its founders either i mean hitchens died and then its founders were either outed for being on jeffrey epstein's plane or were bigoted towards muslims and uh the transgender community or just outed themselves for being very right wing to the point where they realized their audience was right wing and they didn't agree with their audience, uh, despite bringing very reactionary people on some of their podcasts, looking at you, Sam Harris. Um, so it's, and, and the, the twisted thing is arguably they left a positive impact and, and, you know, whether it truly is positive, I think remains to be seen, but, you do have a lot more non-religious people now than you had back in 2007, 2008, 2009. So, but I think in in the case of Steve and in the case of the Satanists out here, I mean, 
I I always I always throw a, a little bit more skepticism as I should towards you know as a secular person myself I always throw an extra shade of of skepticism towards the satanist stuff just because I'm thinking well you're 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 like halfway to just being a complete atheist because even if you say you're an atheist but you're a satanist but, but do you like really believe this or is this just like an affect you know is this is this just clout so, and I'm not, I'm not saying this as a question to Steve or to the WhatsApp uh, person that posted on, on one of the SCB pages about it. it it's just a general question. Drew, what do you make of all this? <laughs> you know, it's funny that, uh, and you know, I, uh, the, the, the mention earlier of like his policies, because I think it was in Matt's coverage that he said like, oh, like I just, <laughs> I just do whatever Bernie does, you know, Bernie gets votes. So like, let's see what happens. Like. It's funny too about the whole Satanism thing because one, I mean, I think you know it's um really playing hard into the bit. I mean, you kind of have to, but um really playing hard. So I, I I do think there's you know more legitimacy in it than like maybe you'd want to look at and like maybe point and say like, well, you know, he's just doing it for for the you know he's just doing this for the cloud here, but um. You kind of uh, the only other experience I've ever had with Satanism, or the only other experience, really, my only other introduction to Satanism was an episode of Metalocalypse when <laughs> the guys are, are like, I don't know what the, what the reason is, but they're like, we want to find the most hardcore religion. Um, and they go to church, churches and they think it's going to be metal because it's going to be like these giant, like, you know, like talking about like god smiting and or like the fighting the devil and things like that uh, no, and like every religion is boring so they're just like let's go to the church of satanism it's going to be the most metal church ever and they go and it's like the same deal it's like you know i know steve doesn't do this but like you know go to church on sunday you still have ceremonies and such so uh, i guess i go back to what i texted the moment sam and rushdie got stabbed and just that initial reaction of just like religion is stupid i mean yeah, I can't dismiss it that easily, but I mean, everyone can do whatever they want as long as you're not hurting anybody. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, man, it, it's um, it's frustrating because uh, if people out here, for example, aren't exactly like super religious, it's like very heavy Catholic. I think um, <laughs> there's pretty big reasons why I guess people aren't Catholic in Boston as, as much anymore. But there, we still live like everyone always calls it like a Puritan state, and it's like. We don't have happy hour out here, you know, and like all kinds of things like that. Um, it, I don't really see a ton of like liberal, progressive, democratic candidates really like saying their religion much out loud. I know it's the big thing for conservatives. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard Bernie talk about what he does ever. But, um, you know, to Matt's point, like and what he was saying, like, yeah, man, we're, we're stuck for this for a long while. I mean. I always think of like the Handmaid's Tale and like Gilead and like, you know, um, a holy war splitting America. And it's like, it's uh, the way people act online. You would think that that's probably more reality than fiction. So I'm just of the camp of like ignorance is bliss. I couldn't even tell you uh, basic religious historical facts. You know, I am ashamed to say sometimes I might even get the names of temples and synagogues and churches confused for which religion they belong to. So yes, I am ignorant, but at the same time, I just tell myself like, um, yeah, concerning myself with those matters is a lot. 
um, actually going back to Canada, coming back full circle. When we were in Canada, the Pope was in town and well, he was in Ontario or Ottawa. And um, so he was a few hours away from Montreal. And when the Pope was in town, uh, the big thing on the news is like, um, the Pope needs to apologize for like what Catholics did to um, indigenous people. So mm-hmm. that was like huge in the news when we went to Montreal for the few days. And then like we saw him like, what else are we going to turn on? We turned on the you know the TV and they're showing him having his thing. But yeah, like uh, that was a huge topic up in Canada too. So like, yeah, man, I, we, we all hate it, I guess. Our generation <laughs> hates it. I know we're the generation of being less religious and less religious, but you know, I have to, I have to lump Satanism in there too if we're talking about you know getting rid of religion, so um, or its influence. So yeah, man, I, I feel like I share the same attitudes as Matt towards all of this. Um, so I just try to, to to keep it out of sight, out of mind, because uh, you spend five minutes trying to argue with someone, regardless of what side you're on, and you get a headache. So yeah, I try to stay ignorant. Uh, no, I, I'd have to say, I think I'm in, I'm in agreement with both of you. I mean, I'm, I grew up in a non-religious household and, you know, I certainly went through my, my, uh, I guess you could say militant atheist phase. And it, it certainly, it's it certainly gone away just because I think despite the fact that you do have a very reactionary lack of a better term, a very reactionary part of our country that does use religion to justify a lot of different things. I point to, of course, uh, former Attorney General Jeff Sessions using the Bible to justify our migrant policy years ago. I think when it comes to the multitude of other crises that have gone on since you know, I guess you could say since like 2013 or four, like, you know, the whole atheism, new atheism thing really, it, it reached kind of a blossoming point after 2012. And, you know, you had like documentaries and, you know, Richard Dawkins was like touring around the, uh, the planet and pals of his who also were <laughs> outed for either very damning accusations or they were outed for very toxic political views that seemed counterproductive to their philosophical views and it all just kind of died away when politics sort of became at the forefront in 2015 with uh the beginning of the trump campaign so it's for me like i said it's died away as as more material issues shall we say became more noticeable and a little bit more at the forefront of mine and a lot of other people's attention and i think too the humanitarian side of religion which you know is a whole other can of worms but i I will say i think with my experience having been the former faith reporter at the signal the more humanitarian side of the local organized religions did show its head a lot more those were typically the non-christian organized religions so it it was always encouraging whenever you had something that was non-proselytizing coming from a local synagogue or from a local muslim organization uh doing something that they were like yeah the whole community can come to this like it's educational it's helpful anybody can show up and it's not like they're gonna you know have religion stuff down their throat 
even you know even my lack of belief was never really called into question you know and and at the same time it was never even brought up so it was it was almost like there was never an idea that i was coming as a dare i say a missionary <laughs> you know it, it was almost like oh he's just coming to check out what we're doing and we're going to let the community know but we're not going to preach to them we're going to offer a hand i'm glad none of us are bible thumpers <laughs> thump thump <laughs> what, an, what an old school term to bible thumper you're a bible thumper i don't know what what do the what do the kids call uh hardcore religious people nowadays i mean i occasionally i've heard jesus christers and i'm like come on you could do better than that that's lazy. Uh, yeah, it, well, it, it's also it backfires a little bit because not to not to sound not to project my age nor ignorance here, but it gives off this idea that these are kids fighting against their parents who the parents are saying, well, Jesus wouldn't do that, you know, and Jesus also wouldn't own a fucking gun. I think for me, like one of the. uh one of the more telling moments of just how Christianity has gone recently is mm -hmm. like I was reading a, a comic book, Vampirella of all things. And it's in like the very first like one or two pages of whatever issue it was. And it, it just, it, there was something in there that like kind of I hadn't put together before. I kind of understood, but I hadn't put together until like whichever writer this was put it on the page. But it's like there's a difference between Christians and church people. Church people mm -hmm. worship going to church, whereas Christians ostensibly follow the teachings of Jesus. And at, at this point, a majority of pe folks who call themselves Christian are just church people. They're not actually interested in reading what the Bible has to say. They don't care about it. All, all they care about is flaunting how pure and godly they are um, and, and making sure that they can control what other people think, believe, and say. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think of it that way, but that's a thousand percent right. I mean, who reads the Bible anymore? <laughs> you know, the Bible, the original infinite jest, like, who, who does read the Bible, though? Like, I can tell you, like, I don't think I know anybody my age, not even my cousins who have been going to church their whole lives, that can say they've read the Bible, you know, let alone, you know, can tell you, you know, some basic semblance of the teachings other than like the new testament versus that they spew over and over i i still kind of wonder what the faithful out here thought i was and especially given the fact that uh and matt i know i've told you this story before and I, honestly i think i've told both of you guys this how when i told our editor that i was an atheist and he, he had, you know, this has already been a while that I've been covering the religious beat. He was like, I wouldn't have thought of that. And I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a pain in the ass about it. But also, what did you think I was? I don't wear a cross. I live in Southern California. I'm not originally from Santa Clarita. And I live in a non-religious, politically moderate home. So what, what could that translate into? I mean, the only other thing you could add from that is I was in a Jewish fraternity. Not like that made any difference, right, Sebastian? <laughs> I have my conviction that a lot of people that are political who claim they're religious really aren't. Like, I'm I'm 
pretty dead set into believing that neither Barack Obama nor Donald Trump were religious. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure they were both that this was the first. Was time there any doubt Trump. about Trump? Well, hey, the the evangelicals voted overwhelmingly for him. You know, they they looked at him and genuinely thought he was their savior to the point where he gestured towards the sky and said, I am the chosen one. I mean, I, I would argue that him and Obama, it was the first time in our nation's history we had two consecutive atheist presidents. Uh, there's still an argument to be had about Jefferson and Lincoln, but I think Obama and Trump, it's no question. Both of them were like, you know, uh, amen. Uh, did I do it right? And, and Trump was the same way. So, you know. <laughs> Again, I don't remember um, ever knowing Bernie's religious affiliation, you know, let alone AOCs, um, you know, mm -hmm. anybody from the squad. And if that's not a sign of the turning tides, although am I mistaken? Has AOC come out and said, like, you know, we must look to Jesus Christ for guidance. Like she's never said anything like that. Like our, 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 the new wave of politicians aren't doing anything like that. Just, do you think Gavin Newsom is really religious? Like, do you think like, um, I, I really don't think, uh, you know, uh, of course they're all liars, but you know, I can't think of any politician that um, non-Republican that does seem to take uh, religion so seriously. Andrew, every time you bring up your thoughts on religion, I, I always want to poke the bear a bit and say, hey, do you think we should have Vehar on the show to talk about religion with us? <laughs> you know, um, yeah, our, our friend in Salt Lake City, I think that would be a great actually, like, honestly, like it would be some really good insight, like to hear what it's like living there to see how it permeates out there. Because, yeah, if you're going to talk about like, you know, like, I don't want to live like I would want to live in Alabama because I don't want to deal with the Jesus Christers. But I can't imagine what Salt Lake City would be like because, yeah, they're on another level. And, you know, I have to say, too, I also don't know any Mormons in my own life. So would love to hear that. I mean, other than the whole, you know, so uh, soda bars and like, no, you know, the, the way life is up there. The comments between what you saw on Facebook and what you saw on the WhatsApp SCV post on Instagram, how different were they between the two posts? A lot of it was kind of the same. A lot of the people on the WhatsApp SCV post were saying, why are you posting this guy's question here? And like they assumed that WhatsApp SCV is mocking this guy. Um, so like, why are you why are you mocking him? He's new to this area. He's just trying to find people to hang out with. Um, that thought I mean, did cross my most, mind. Not gonna lie, right? I'm not sure, honestly, because they post a lot of shit, and I just I don't know whether or not they were being uh, facetious or not. Um, but at least in my in my perusal of this, it looked like a lot of people were more supportive, and the Christians were at least the ones posting were in the minority here but then again you also have to wonder like who's get, who's responding to these posts which also is super interesting because the people who usually post on facebook are the older folks that are uber christian so yes. it's interesting seeing how everything that we've come to expect from facebook was the neg was the opposite in this post or at least the reactions were opposite in this post it, it also just kind of calls into question why it needed to even be brought up in the first place by what's up SCV. If I'm, if I'm looking at it from a news slash 
editorial standpoint. Well, it, like they knew it would get, they knew it would get reactions. They knew well, it they, would get engagement. That's what that's the social media game. It's whatever gets engagement. Yeah. Negative engagement is still engagement. Mm-hmm. And and on top of that, the fact that there's still been posts about the fight outside the Savannah Havana. Oh, Havana, whatever yeah. it's called, coffee Havana, place Savannah. that I've never heard of. Yeah, it's and right then, by Rio Norte Junior High. Oh, well, there you go. Um, it's almost like it's trying to be ironic about what this area is like, but at the same time, it, it's amazing only because, and again, this is actually something where I wish Seb was here to talk a little bit about it, because the idea of, not to completely leave the religious conversation, but the idea of sharing something ironic within this area is very it's one of those things where depending on the platform you're being ironic on it either will gain a lot of engagement and a lot of traction and comments and people being like oh look at christy you know like the one cartoon seb did where Somebody dropped out of the congressional race and the cartoon was of, of uh, the current Democratic nominee. Uh, well, just the current Democratic candidate, really. Uh, Christy Smith sort of being like, ha ha ha. One more, one more bite. Another one bites the dust, you know, and crack a joke for crying out loud. Like, you know, have have a laugh for a second. And sometimes it's hard to get people to laugh out here because sometimes people don't really have a very expansive sense of humor out here. I mean, hell, one of our one of his last cartoons was a real zinger with uh, Lisa D'Souza of the Santa Clarita International Film Festival regarding the noise complaints, if you recall, Matt. Mm hmm. Yeah, she she loved that cartoon. And I, I'm not being facetious when I say it. She was like, ha, they, these people get it. I mean, last thing I'll say about it, just because we, we've kind of gone extra long here, is uh, the posts about the milk. Have you oh, seen those, Matt? Yeah. I don't know if you want to explain it to Drew, because it's... I, I almost feel like I'd lose a brain cell trying to explain it, but uh, it's, yeah, it's up to you familiar. if you want to bring it up. It's just, like, there's photos of people leaving gallons of milk in, like, the dividers in between, like, the the sides of the street. There's just gallons of milk just sitting there. And no one knows why. Some people are speculating that, like, I don't, this, this doesn't make sense, but they're speculating some folks are leaving them out for homeless people. Some people, it, it's um, thinking it's just kids. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, when you brought up the Savannah, Havana Savannah thing, looking at the comments, it's all of these bunch of, like, oh, kids are so disrespectful these days. You never know what they said to this man before that made him snap. And it's like, if you're, if you don't know what happened, it's, this 50-year-old guy was beating the shit or, like, attempting to beat the shit. He actually kind of got his own shit rocked. But he was, like, choking and pinning down this 13, 14-year-old child to the ground. I think he was 13. Um, and he's he's a 50-something-year-old guy. And by all reports, like, this guy was, if you, like, the, the actual reports that came out, it's that this guy had, like, followed this child after, like, he accidentally bumped into him because he got pushed. And he had followed this child and like started – he said, I'll be back, and then followed him and started to beat the shit out of him. And for some reason, all the boomers out here can't fathom the fact that an adult could be mentally unstable enough to or, – or just immature enough to hurt a child. 
and that regardless of what a child says or does, they're being kids, and it's you're assaulting a minor, you're beating up a child, unless the kid is actually coming at you and attempting to hurt you with like a knife or a gun or a, or a, a metal bar or something. There is no excuse for hurting a child. Oh, the, the milk. milk. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a lot of the uh, oh, with stupid children out in Santa Clarita doing. Uh, just with with how conservative the uh, the older folks are out here, I am so glad I never really had to cover the seniors beat. My God, Ryan, I am so glad I never had to do that. And on top of that, a lot of the posts that they do throw up are. It's news articles from the Signal, KTLA, the LA Times, sometimes even bigger publications. And they've even gotten into spats with a uh, mutual friend and, and former editor of our of mine and Matt's, Austin Dave, when he's covered something. And sometimes they've had people actually allegedly take video of his without crediting his video. And... He's called them out for it, and they even had a stringer who I could have sworn wasn't he? Wasn't there a stringer that was arrested not too long ago? Was there? Yeah, there. There was some. I, I forgot all the details, so I'm not going to get too into it. But I, I recall there was somebody who claimed they were a stringer for What's Up SCV, and they got into some kind of physical altercation that resulted in an arrest. Huh. And What's Up SCV had to basically be like, look. Uh, oh, I tried working. Okay. Yeah, I remember now. Now I remember now. So it's and and here's the thing. I will give them a degree of credit in that because this could get into a wider discussion that I'm not really ready to get into about SCV media, but maybe give it some time. But but uh, a couple years and a couple years of removal. But I will say and physical removal. I, I, I will credit them in that sometimes they have scoops about local businesses that are either coming or going from SCV that I think are good. But then you have a lot of the promotion and a lot of the clickbait, if you will, of the milk, the instances of violence that happen out here randomly, or the Nightcrawler-esque pictures and videos of of crazy violent horrific things that go on whether it's people getting killed because they've been struck by a train or wildfires that turn a street corner into that one street corner that was photographed during the protests in 2020 in LA or what the hell uh this the satanist one i almost forgot what we were how this all started there is there are elements to it where I'm like, OK, th this is not really genuine news necessarily. Well, my last thought is I haven't eaten since like 7 p.m. yesterday, so I'm going to eat this uh, <laughs> this fig and blueberry bar right now. <laughs> Go for it. Drew, any final thoughts? No, I'm, I'm curious how the milk situation develops. But beyond that, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm actually really intrigued and actually I wasn't following what's up, what's up, uh, SCV before, but I am now. I feel like I'm going to be more in tune with there than my current neighborhood, which I'm moving out of. I'm currently staring at a pile of boxes that I need to start packing. So, but yeah, keep me updated on milk. I think I already have an update because I know one of those milk cartons vanished, uh, which resulted in a post that said, uh, 
uh, what was it? Uh, it was like, oh, carton of milk at the intersection of this, this and that place, uh, 2022 to 2022. But then like another milk carton showed up and that I don't think got a follow up. So it's, uh, oh. yeah, anyway.